Yo, 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 yo. I've always wanted to do one of these. This is your boy, Benny Sarpong, representing East London, and you're listening to Spiritual Health with Mikel. Yeah! We have it, have it, have it, have it, do it. We have it, have it, have it, have it do it. Shibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibidibid
what do we want to become and what are we building in relation to our posterity meaning the young people the life that will come and exist after us this is now as we take a deep breath and sit in this very shaky and shifty realm we call earth we now sit in the seats of the leaders of tomorrow if you understand family how powerful you are when you make when we make collective choices yes individual agreements but collective choices we've seen this who would have thought 40 years ago that this little thing called hip hop would shift and change the way the world communicates with each other the manifestations of jobs roles existential experiences that come from this little ghetto sufferers expression called hip hop who would have thought are you going to sit there and act like that is a new power or are you going to observe the power that you have exuded since time immemorial take responsibility for it and project paradise as you are so well equipped to do this is the conversation that we are having here it is led by the oath heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility this is what we say every day when we come on this live understanding that as people who understand their power as well changes the power to be an example therefore the power to influence the power to change right that's what this is here this is the power to be an example therefore the power to influence that drop there represents that intention that intention that first seed that giving spirit Yes. This is what we say heaven is my right. I deserve the utmost grandest pleasurable experiences of God. Therefore, because of that, it is within my entire custody and responsibility to make sure I project such a heaven if I know I deserve it. Yes. So heaven belongs to those who will who are willing to take custody yes not take advantage take custody heaven belongs to those who are willing to take custody of it it is your vehicle are you ready to be responsible for it are you ready to use your heaven to drive and build paradise around you within you amongst you this is, this is where we're at today, family. We have the tools. And so, man, I want you to remember this, man, because remembering this will change everything you see around you. Remembering this will help you look at all the challenges with a sense of beautiful optimism. Like, you know, you're running a great race. You're fighting a great fight, you know? 
and by giving in the direction of what you're fighting for you are thus growing in powers and innovating ways to create beyond your own sphere of understanding this is where we're at man and um, I'm so happy to be a contributor in this in your spiritual journeys wherever you are I'm so happy to contribute and share and yeah every day I wake up I'm just looking for new ways to share sorry I came on live I'm a bit late I got caught up in some I'm making some Cesarojo music some games and I got I'm get I got too excited so um but yeah family this morning Cesarojo was amazing it was powerful I'm in peace I feel calm I feel sensitive you know you know yeah man I feel really 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 good man and really really just whole right now you know um yeah and I want to bring you guys along for the journey so there's many ways you guys can access this um this live goes out in a podcast every 24 hours you can get these lives that I do on Spotify Anchor Apple SoundCloud all of these spaces you can find these lives okay um also Um, We upload them to YouTube. I'm on a bit of a backlog at the minute, so it's not every 24 hours um, But we upload to YouTube regularly so you can also find spiritual health with Mikhail regularly Again another thing I have a whatsapp broadcast list So if you want to have access to me directly This is my whatsapp broadcast list. You can add that and I'll add you to the broadcast and I send spiritual health content voice notes links shares to new chesarajo sounds that i'm making um yeah and just uh, different spiritual health content i send directly to your phone and you'll be able to you know have direct access to me another layer um i do one-to-one spiritual health coaching so any person who's wanting to have a one-to-one Uh, sessions so that we can develop a spiritual health program that is suited to your life your goals your highest intentions then you can also um, book uh, one-to-one sessions with me as well Uh, yeah you just got to DM me and and I'll send you more information and we get it on also we have consultations available throughout the week um, and you just got to hit me up on whatsapp if you want to book uh, consultation of any kind so these are the different ways uh, we can get more uh, interpersonal We're, I'm working on a few more uh, village link up that's uh, our annual link up in uh, Kenya that we do every year uh, as it stands it's still going ahead and by God will we need it after this you know I'm going to make sure it's, you know, hugely accessible for people and, you know, real down to earth, man, taking it all the way back to Mother Nature, enjoying the pleasure, the luxury, the heaven of natural experiences. Yeah. So look out for that. Follow Village Link Up for up to date information, man. But yes, family, we're talking about spiritual health. That is our daily dedication spiritual spiritual health now as a basic guys i want you to understand this this because i want you to 
really meditate on this. This is something to think about every day. Yes? This is something to think about every day. Spirit means breath. Remember that. Spirit means breath. Okay? So your spirituality meaning is talking about how you use your breath or that which emits from you as breath we call energy. So your spirituality is your energy operations, how you use, conduct, shape, transform energy and the energy that surrounds you. That is your spirituality. Okay? So it's very simple. All right? The the daily practice then is to be constantly in tune and on rhythm with your breath. Acknowledging your breath. You reach, you see a challenge, breathe. You got a shift, breathe. You got to let go of something, breathe. Because that's all that matters. Yes? This is what we do every day, family. This is our practice of chairs Rojo. But I want to get some questions in. Let's get some questions, fam. Um, let's get some questions. Any questions on spiritual health? Uh, maybe something that you may have heard me speak about. Any questions? I don't mind. I want to give a good amount of time to questions today because people always ask them and sometimes they ask them too late and then the time runs out. So I want to give a good amount of time. We've got like, I think, yeah, we got a nice 45 minutes. Let's ask some questions. Yeah, let's ask some questions, fam. Hey, it's the question time. It's the question time. You're just in time for the question time. Also, please, if you can, put the questions in the question box so that I don't miss it as the comments are coming in. If it's in the question box, that's the question mark with a square at the bottom of your screen. If you could put your questions in there, that way everyone can see it. Um, yeah. Okay. But I can see your question, Leslo. So I can answer that one for now. Um, yeah. What got you? What got you into this place where were you born into this spiritual health? culture no i was not born into this spiritual health culture or should i say officially i wasn't born officially into the spiritual health culture meaning i wasn't born saying mikhail you are a part of this culture and this is what we do and this is da, 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 da. but these are spiritual health practices i have noticed what i do a lot family I have always been the kind of person that synthesizes things. And as I've studied spiritual health and nature, I realized this is a very African thing to do. Right? You know how whatever we need, we try and put it down to its lowest common denominator. It's a very natural thing. We synthesize things. How does these things gel together? We look for the patterns and the rhythms of, the, of things, how things are woven together interdependently, right? And I've noticed, all I've done is notice the various things, both positive and negative, 
but almost compulsive things about uh, one, my culture in my home, specifically to do with my parents and my family. Then my culture as Caribbean, specifically to do with what we do and how we function and, you know. And then I've looked at us as a wider body of African natural people and look and say, wow. And then I've looked at us as humans and I've gone, oh my God, there's a, there's a line. There's various patterns around the things that we do to in order to feel empowered, in order to connect with our spirituality, in order to feel centered, in order to go to peace. Um, there's similar things we do in terms of expression. And all I've been able to do just as a man and someone who's, you know, constantly studying myself and not judging myself, but studying all my behaviors and seeing, hmm, if God made me like this, then these things are all there to serve a purpose. What is that purpose? You know, and that's how I've been able to synthesize um, what spiritual health is, both for us as indigenous people of the earth and then as humans in general. Yeah. But it started by analyzing, you know, just the way I was raised and brought up. One of the greatest things that I noticed that um, within my family, and you could see this probably in your own family, is, you know, whenever there is a spiritual gathering to be had, whenever there is a communion, whether it's firstborn or first death, whether it's wedding or funeral, whether it's christening or uh, birthday, whether it's communion, graduation, whatever you want to call it, whenever we link up, there are things that cannot be removed from the link up. That's food. That's music. Yes. That's movement. You understand? It doesn't matter. Someone dead, someone born. Doesn't matter. It's happening. Irrespective. That is our spiritual way of life. We can't help it. You know? If you look at... Um, you know, uh, you know the, the big reason people go to church is that praise and worship section. If you look before, uh, before Africans were taken to the Americas, that aspect was not in churches. That praise and worship aspect was not there. It was come here, sit down, listen to the priest, go home. Praise and worship. Communion. Is something that cannot be removed from our spiritual health practices. It's an impossibility. So it doesn't matter what title you put on it. It has to go on. Don't matter what gospel, reggae. It don't matter what you want to title. It has to go on. Food have to dead it. Communion have to dead it. Movement have to dead it. Drum, beat have to dead it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so and there's many, there's many, there's many. The more you start to see how things are synthesized, and it becomes very clear. Yeah, um, thank you for that question again. I don't know if I've missed questions, but hopefully, you guys have put them in the question in the question box. You're just in time. All right, let's go again. 
How do you balance effective spiritual discipline and follow your instinct on what is good for you? Mm-hmm. That was a delicious question. I don't know, like, it was so delightful. Let's go again. How do you balance being effective spiritual discipline, having effective spiritual disciplines, right? And following your instinct and what is good for you. Well, I, I, sorry, I love repeating questions. I genuinely feel like, let's unpack it, but I feel like the answer is in your question as well, which is so powerful. So, before you can uh, instate, yes, spiritual discipline, you must first follow your instinct and know what is good for you. Following your instinct, meaning your highest excitement to give, to think, to innovate, to produce, to create, to practice and participate, following that highest excitement will help you understand what gets you ticking and emotive. By doing that, you will stumble upon the practices, the complementary thoughts, right? The various participatory actions and interactions that are going to be good for you. Once you are able to identify it, I must get up at 6am. I must drink this water. I must fast once a week. I must chesaroha every day before work. I must uh, serve these particular people. I must keep this form of study. I must wear this clothing that helps my body breathe. I must da 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 da. You start to uncover all the things that are good for you based on that following your instinct, which is your highest call of excitement, right? By doing that, you are then empowered to set your spiritual disciplines what will keep you disciplined is knowing and observing how those various practices of love those are called love services those various love services that you give to yourself and others constantly keeps you aligned that will encourage you to keep your disciplines Some days you may go out of alignment with it. You get to observe what happens. Therefore, picking yourself back up again will strengthen your resolve, your resilience. Will make sure that you show up even when you don't want to. You get what I'm saying? Another powerful way, a very, very powerful way, family, and I want all of you lot to find this. Yeah, a very powerful way to keep spiritual discipline is by serving that discipline to someone else who needs it. Taking responsibility for serving that discipline to someone else. Showing up for someone else constantly means you have to show up for yourself. Because you are now responsible, you have to show up. You see... This is where we get to use each other to sharpen each other's swords. Find people, a group, person 
to be responsible to. Therefore, by being responsible to them, you are showing up for your disciplines. Yes? I'll give you some examples. I know that I must Chesaroha every day. I have already literally seen the differences of how my energy is when I don't Chesaroha versus when I make Chesaroha a part of my daily diet. Because of that, I have now made myself responsible to you by showing up every morning to do Chesaroha for you. By doing that, I am doing it for myself. You see how that works? You see how that works? I'm committing to you and in doing so, I'm committing to my spiritual disciplines. You see how that works? Yo, who tell you say you must lock off rule, boy? Come on, man. Stop ramp with me. Stop ramp with me. Play the something with me give you for player. Does that make sense, guys? Give me some signal if... Um, if if it's making sense, hold on. That ramp, you know, you play too much. Huh? Okay, so you want to be have mind of your own. All right, yeah. Does that make sense? Taking notes, please take notes. Give me a ten, please give me a ten. Wishing for a 10. <laughs> All right. What about the music, you know? All right. We are doing this quiet right now. We're doing this with no music. Okay, that's fine. Let's continue. We don't need music. We have music in our art. You understand? Right, yesterday, yesterday you said this is why you brought yourself into existence. Oh, you mean? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you mean? <laughs> this is why you brought yourself into existence. All right, let's unpack it. Yesterday I made a comment. I said, if I roll through my Rolodex of memories, I was speaking about the challenges that you face on earth. You've already agreed to them. You brought yourself into existence to experience the pleasure of overcoming challenges and seeing your divinity at work. Okay, so this is what... um. This is what I spoke about yesterday. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ben. It was along those lines, I believe, right? So, we're talking about higher realms of our spirit, yes? Understanding that each and every single one of us was made in the image and likeness of God, okay? Now, our consciousness, yes? Our consciousness is unique to this particular vessel, right? But our consciousness goes beyond this mind, which is us, represents our identity and connects us to the higher realms of um, divinity, which we call God. Yes, that undifferentiated space where we all meet, where we all connect, 
where we all are one. It's like the primordial soup. I don't know if you lot have ever um I don't know if you lot have ever seen the analogy that I gave. I don't want to do it now. But like understanding God, if you look at mud, if you look at earth, you will understand how you manifest. Does that make sense? You are just like all the trees and plants, like there's all plants surrounding me right now. Each one of these plants, they've got different names, different functions, different ways of growing and expressing and la la la. All these plants come from one source. Yes? In order to manifest themselves, they come from one source. That is the mud. That is what I mean when I'm talking about the higher realms of this existence. That mud that we call God, Mungu Allah, Tik Oladumare, that undifferentiated state. Each one of us consciously to experience life as this individual, meaning Mikhail, not Ben. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, you know, Melody, not Lorraine. You know what I'm saying? As Nana and not Kimani. Do you get what I'm saying? These individual states allow us to experience life as God on earth, but perceive, perceivable. Do you understand? It's almost like for, the, for you to appreciate mud, remembering my analogy, for you to appreciate mud, you must be able to experience the variety and the bounty of what mud can produce. So what makes us value mud what makes us value earth is by going, that jackfruit tree is crazy. That jackfruit is sweet. Oh my God, bananas are ripe. Damn. Oh my God, the difference between banana and planting. Oh my God, watermelon, avocado, lard of mercy, sweet potato, yam. Oh my lard, butternut squash. Oh my God, pear. Oh my lard, mango. Oh, apple, custard apple, sour sap. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah? Being able to call out and having all different emotional connections to all of those different fruits, yes, is what helps us value something so bland and plain and simple as mud. Does that make sense? So you, this is where we look at you now. So who are you in this equation? You are the passion fruit. Thank you. You are the dates. By the way, side note, have any of you lot had dates, like fresh dates, the yellow ones? Long story, but that is... Mwah. Anyway, you, the cashew nut. You, the aki. You, the kalaloo. You, the... You know what I'm saying? The, the sweet pepper. You, the scotch bonnet spice. This is who you are. This is who you, you are in terms of your energy. Yes? Well, this is how you we get to experience the almighty power, the ever-shifting, right? And the omniscient beauty that we call God. We do not know the beauty of God until we look at how beautiful we are. Yes? How the blood flows through our body. How we're able to pull oxygen from anywhere. How we're able to, you know, do magnificent things and back 
backflip and bend and twerk and gyrate and sing and go through different vocal cords of life. You got saying, you don't know, like this is how we get to appreciate different things, what the hands can make. You know, how we can manipulate our hair, how we can go from pot belly to six pack and, you know, how we can eat food and grow batty. You get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Right? This is how we get to experience this. This is why you manifested yourself here on earth. You decided, your consciousness said, this is where I want to go. And this is who I'm, this is the challenge. That I am here to meet with my divinity. It's almost like God having a conversation with himself. And said, you know what? Alright. We go into the ghetto. And we going to have no mum. And we going to be born in a dumpster. And watch how we watch how we get through this one. I'm like, I'm going to really need your power for this. <sighs> you got to say it. And here we are. Wah, wah. Oh, little baby Daniel was born in a dumpster. Da, 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 da. Grew in to become the most philanthropic human being on earth and save people from yada, yada, yada. Or do you get what I'm saying? And we manifest as Dr. Sebi, a, a poor boy from Honduras who dropped out of school in third grade, never went to nowhere, spent all the time with his grandmas in a farm. Humble guy grows up to cure AIDS, cancer, diabetes, what the world is suffering. This is why you manifest yourself here to see what the Ras Aguan. Wagwan. That's it. You just came here to see Wagwan. You know the man them who pull up at Arabia Wagwan. So what are you not saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? What are we on? What are we on, man them? What are we on? That is your that's your spirit. Every time you wake up, your spirit jumps back in your body, your consciousness is now here, and it's like psh, psh, what are we on? What are we on? What are we on? Show me what show me what I go on. What are we saying? What are we saying? What? Jim, yeah? Alright. What muscles? Psh, man could do that. Muscles here, what knowledge? Psst, give me that book. Da, 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 da. To be or not to be. Nine times nine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just come into like <laughs> what rapping, yeah. Alright, skip it yeah, skip it yeah, skip it yeah. Food, <laughs> fasting, oh, say nothing. Say what meditation, yeah. Alright. You got to say, that's literally it. That's literally it. You came here to experience yourself. Divine. You came here to experience your divinity in a human flesh. Like literally, you came here to experience the power of God. Does that make sense? You came here to experience the power of God. And the only way you can experience that is by making you a, a literal energy hub. That's why the only thing that moves you is energy. You're literally a hub of vibrations and energy. And you got, and you got, you're sensitive to it. So, and mwah, kissing and touching, that's, that's the only way God gets to experience itself through your life 
You, you, see, you see what I'm saying? Um, I think, let me scroll back. I think there might be questions. Maybe. Oh, how can I sew into this amazingness? <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> uh, I have a PayPal if you want to donate. You can always uh, PayPal. Uh, PayPal. Yeah, man. Um, I have never been on your live before and I'm on today and you're talking about a topic I tried to explain yesterday to a family member. But I had trouble. This is crazy. This is the spirit. This is the energy. You. Are, this is what you got to understand. The beauty about life is once you understand that you got to realize you attracted this moment. This is what you do. This is what I'm saying. Like, I know I'm Mikhail and existing, but you literally carved out this moment. Why? Through what you're thinking. You know, people say, it's crazy. I was talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Thinking creates and helps and pushes and circulates, generates energy. Thinking. Intentions. The fact that you was trying to explain it to someone, that... That stress of trying to explain, right, puts your energy deeper into the very thing you're speaking about. That's why someone else comes in to talk about the same thing. Because your thought, you are in thought of that energy, in intention of that energy, in practice, in participation of that energy. That's why now you are able to see that energy. It's called the red car syndrome. You know, you say red car, red car, then you start noticing how many red cars. It's just, it's just that what happens to us naturally. You are what you become. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's even more profound. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what, even what I meant to say. You are what you become. I love that. But that's not what I was trying to say. <laughs> you become what you repeatedly do, what you repeatedly think about. What you repeatedly say, practice, participate, share, interact with, you literally become. And that is why we say to love, the definition of love is to give seeking nothing in return. Why? Because the power of giving is not in what you get back, but in what you become whilst giving that's the power what you get back is merely an energetic token for what you give but the transformative powers of giving is once you really understand that power is already enough the transformative power of giving is already enough you don't even need anything back This is why it's so important to find who, like, what you are dedicated to giving, meaning thinking about, you know, putting your, putting your stress and work and sweat into, yes, putting all your intentions, participating and practicing. What is that thing for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Alright family, let's um let's do some more questions. I still got a bit of time. 
Let's do some more questions. These are some powerful questions you lot been busting up right now, man. So I'm, I'm actually gassed and I'm thankful. My light back, my zoom in now. All right, that'll get dealt with later. All right. Woo. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's keep it going. These questions are brilliant, family. You lot are just woo, calling me. Woo. All right, let's go. Does time define the speed of our manifestation? Or do we move, grow as we are meant? Are we in charge? Ooh. Yo, 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 yo. I love that. Let's uh, let's 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 break this down again. Yeah, right. Does time define the speed of our manifestation, or do we move, grow as we are meant to? Are we in charge? There's so much. There's so much to unpack there because I want to deal with. There's like three, I believe, three different uh, things I want to deal with. Right. First, let's start. Does time define the speed of our manifestation? The answer is no. Time does not define the speed of our manifestation. However, we are, because we, the more and more you're, like, time is measured from, by A, by A and B. Yes? We measure time by the the arrival of uh, different sequence, different consequences. That's how we measure time. The sun is not here; it's here. The time has changed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, because we're always the reason why we get so wrapped up in time in the process of our manifestation is because we are we are lit because life moves like that and days are going by and da, da 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 and we've been taught to operate in that structure we believe our manifestations our blessings our you know alignment have to come as to take forever it doesn't time becomes irrelevant when you are just because you know what time is only relevant time is relevant towards change does that make sense time is relevant towards ex- expectations and expectancy and this is why it's so important to focus on the process yes not the consequence this is why it's so important to focus on uh not what you're getting from what you're doing, but what you are becoming as you are doing. This allows you, yes, to remove yourself from the time factor. Once you understand that you are what you repeatedly do and give, time doesn't matter. Because if you are dedicated to love for love's sake, and you have a particular practice that is a reflection of that, time should not shift that. Time matters when you need to buy a house before you're 30. Time matters when you need a husband before you're 23. Time matters when you need to get 
out of this before. Do you get what I'm saying? That's when time becomes relevant. But when we when we take our eyes off the consequence and put our eyes and our intellect and our um all of our energy on the process, time doesn't matter at all. Does that make sense? Then what you will notice is how quick, how quick you manifest. Why? Why? Because most of us take so long to do something because the time scale between where we're at and what we want seems long. I got to spend three hours a day on this. That is long. I've got to study for five years. That is long. I've got to go here for this amount of months before I get this. That is long. Therefore, it take, we have to psych ourselves up just to do simple things sometimes. And in the psych is where it takes long. Because we're thinking about the consequence. If you're just thinking about the process, I need to become better at this. I just want to feel and give myself the energy of this. And that's it. I want to share this information with people more specifically and in a way that they can understand. So I need to learn. If that's your focus, you will always get out of your way. You will always shift as you need to shift. Grow as you need to grow. Change as you need to change. You will literally be moving with the rhythm that life is calling you on. Because you're not focused on the timestamp. Or, oh my God, now i got to change. And yesterday was this. And tomorrow it needs to be that. But this is not. No, you're focused on, I just want to be good. I just want to be great. I just want to feel this energy. I just want to surround myself with this energy. I want to share this information. I want to know this information. I want to study this. That is it. Time goes. Time becomes irrelevant. Yes? And in that way, we are in charge. We are in charge because we get to decide what we are giving, what we are sharing, what we are participating in all the time. We always get to decide. And in that way, we are always in charge. I hope I answered that question. Thank you for thank you for that question, man. That question was serious. Alright, hold on. Hold on. Uh more questions. <sighs> um uh, questions. What does your daily praise and worship look sound like? My daily praise and worship is Cesar Rojo. <laughs> if you want to know what that looks and sounds like, join me live every morning on Instagram, 10 a.m. UK time. Uh, you will be able to see what uh, our praise and worship looks like. Big up everyone who tuned in for Cesarojo uh, to this morning. I'm there every morning. So join me tomorrow morning for Cesarojo. We're going to do it together. Cesarojo is not about performance or dancing and all that stuff, it's communion. So anyone who tunes in, I want you to participate because it's communion. All right. So yeah, join in, join in tomorrow, man. We could do it together. Um, 
How did you find your purpose? All right. How did you find your purpose? Again, family, follow your highest excitement. Follow your highest excitement. This is what, you know, Disney's really good. Disney's really good at talking to us about the hero's journey. And really what it is, it's the journey that they talk about in the in the alchemist. It's the journey that we speak about um, when we're talking about Christ. You know, really, it's every man and woman's journey to divinity. Yes, spiritual elevation. Okay, following your highest excitement. You know, there's going to be something calling you. You might have a call to just want to start thrifting clothes in your house and selling them. Yeah, you might have a, 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 an excitement to to learn a guitar or a new language, you know, or change the way that you communicate or, you know, you know, shift your eating lifestyle, you know, or stop listening to a certain music or take part and participate in a certain spiritual health practice. You have maybe calls to, you know, like so many different things to isolate yourself. You know, you might have your own personal calls to do these things. Personal calls to change your career, to read up on a certain spiritual system, you know, connect with your ancestors, call up. You're like, life is constantly beckoning us to different places. And the idea is not to judge ourselves, but to be an observer of where it is we're being called to, right? And what is currently exciting us about doing and participating and sharing and thinking and studying in these realms that yes that constant uh call to follow your highest excitement is going to naturally lead you to arrive at your uh place of purpose yes because following your highest excitement you're going to come up with challenges But challenges that are met with your highest excitement means you're going to go through those challenges. And you going through those challenges is going to enable you to observe yourself. Different powers, new characteristics you didn't know you had, beautiful parts of you that you were closed before, your masculine, your feminine, their synergy, all of these things. And then you're going to realize coming from where you come from, oh my God, you know, I wish I knew this at 13. I want other 13 year olds to know this. So now you might have a drive to start talking about it. Does that make sense? Or, oh my God, I cured myself of period pains. Other women have to know about this way to heal themselves from having pains during menstruation. Do you get what I'm saying? Then you stumble upon your purpose. Again, it's, you know, that might lead you, sorry, that might lead you to another space where you start studying the body of women and women's dietary requirements versus men's, you know, studying the alchemy between us. Like this rabbit hole goes deep. Do you get what I'm saying? You know, it's constantly calling you. It's like when I started years ago, it's like, yeah, I'm here to be a rapper. That was it. I'm rapping because I love rapping and I'm here to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? But there was this constant call to serve people in the community, to always create things that help young people.
partly because of the family that I'm in and things like that. But there's all these different calls, you know. How do I balance the two? How do I synthesize the two? You know. Then someone calls me a world changer and I'm like, oh, that fits. I like world changer. I, yeah, I think I am here to change the world because I don't like being what they told me I should be as a black boy. Let's continue on my highest excitement. World changer. That shifts my paradigm again. You know? Does that make sense? So much, you see, so it's about following your highest excitement and observing yourself as you walk down those paths. You understand? Absolutely. Come on. And it, but it just keeps happening. You know, to to bring black people back home to the motherland is a joy. And you know what? Let me be 100% real with you. This was something that was always like, if I look back at my journals from like 10 years ago, I always used to write like, I want to take black people back to the motherland. I want to connect us with the motherland, even before I ever went to Africa. And I always used to believe that I have to be famous and rich like Beyonce and Jay-Z to do it. Because then I'll use all the money that I make from, from the concerts that I'll do because I'm a famous rapper. I'll use all the money to now bring planes full of people back to Africa this is how I concocted it and that excitement led me down kept me going down the thought paths the practice path the the mental path of pursuing it little did I know and this is what I'm saying about time I stopped focusing on time I remember it it was 2015 and I said fuck this time shit because time is making me depressed time is is putting me down time is making me feel insignificant and not valuable so i said banda and i just started doing everything for the process then i realized oh my god i could take people to the motherland after i took a busload of people in 10 days to paris and back safely everyone secure we had fun i performed we experienced paris and i done it twice i was like oh my god i want to take people to africa i think i could do it right now yeah, I know I've only been to Kenya once before that. But I'll make it work. I did it. And to this day, people still say that was the greatest experience they ever had in their life. I did it again. South Africa. Did it again. Kenya. You see what I'm saying? So, and each time, like, I'm jumping out of boxes. Because how does a rapper turn travel... And tourism operative. How does a how does a, an artist turn spiritual health coach? These things are these things are worlds apart. You get what I'm saying? They sit or seemingly worlds apart. But when your focus, family, is on your process, not the consequence, you will shift in no time. You will shift. With expediency. Because you are constantly following that call. You see what I'm saying? And it makes life beautiful. You know? It makes life beautiful. You will become things that you never even imagined you'd become. I thought I had to be rich and famous to take people back to the motherland. In a safe and secure way. No, I just had to 
decide that that's what I'm doing and take responsibility for making it happen. Ta-da! You get what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I thought, you know, you know, I didn't start coaching people one-on-one until I was ready to take responsibility for my own advice and live life by that, by that, so I can swear by it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll never catch myself being a hypocrite. Do you get what I'm saying? But until I was ready, I've always, you know, people, I've been going to schools and doing programs for young people for like 15 years. I've been doing that for time. But always shied away from coaching people one-on-one because I was like, hey, that's too much and I ain't ready. Well, as soon as I became ready, voila. I I coach people around the world, literally. From Prague to South Africa to Atlanta to New York to London to Manchester to flipping <laughs> Cayman Islands. You know what I'm saying? And different races, you see? Different genders, cultural, spiritual perspectives. It's all of them. So you don't know, like I said, you manifested yourself here not to become a rapper, an actor. These are cool little boxes that are currently suffocating us, but that's a story for another day. You manifested yourself not to become a lawyer, not to become a teacher, not to become any of these things, but to use all of these things as your tool to reveal your divine nature. They're just tools. They're just tools. What are you going to call me? Right now, I'm a spiritual health coach. This morning, I mean to you lot, right now I'm a coach. You know what I'm saying? I'm an inspirational speaker. This morning, I was a dance instructor. You know, tonight I'm going to come become a producer. You know what I'm saying? You know, and then I'll become a chef. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Like, you know, I don't deal with boxes. I'm not a box. I can't be a box. You know what I'm saying? I'm a vibration. I'm an energy. I am an energy. I'm not a box. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like something that can be squared off. I'm an energy. And so. We can't go on anymore. Yes? Guys, thank you so much for tuning in, family. Um, if you anyone wants one-to-one spiritual health coaching, yes, I am available for this right now. So we can do that, build a spiritual health program around your personal life. Hit me up. Let's get. Guys, if you missed it, you could catch it on the live. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, yeah, tune into this podcast in the next 24 hours. Available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Um, yes. Get get your get your pennies ready to come to Village Link Up this December. I'm I'm gonna you know I'm changing up the whole program. Yo, we go we gonna need a full reimmersion with nature. Yeah. So I'm gonna create a whole different, yeah. We just need one one whole week of nature. Just 
Ah, yes. <laughs> Nothing else. Not too much. Yeah. Anyway, so get ready for all of that. But uh, thank you for tuning in, family. Bless up for your questions. Nakumaisha. Peace in. Love out. And we'll talk tomorrow, man. Bless. Wagwa, Nakumaisha family. Thank you for tuning in to Too High to Go Hell, a spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation. Are you tapped in? <laughs> thank you for your ears and thank you for your energy. Guys, if you'd like to support this work in this podcast and anything else World Changer Life is doing, please go to my website, worldchangerlife.com or hit the link in my bio on my Instagram and leave a donation of any kind. Also, family, I'm really interested to know what you guys have learned, what is, uh, thoughts have been inspired in you from listening to this podcast. So go on to Twitter, at me, at Mikel Amin, or on Instagram, at Mikel The Energy. Use the hashtag spiritual health with Mikel, and just tell me some of the sound bites that you've got, some of the quotables, you know, some of the lessons that you might have learned from the conversations in these podcasts. Also... Join the World Changer WhatsApp broadcast list where we can have one-on-one conversations about the topics of spiritual health. Add my number, plus 44774305519. Plus 44774305519. Peace in, love out. Hey!